175 episodes of you all getting smarter. Piggly Wigglies are probably Piggly Wigglies, meaning you might get stabbed. Versus making children and old people lick things. If not rooting for human beings to die makes me a softie, then sure. <laughs> it's a big fucking snake, guys. So everything that's happening in Texas is also reverberating into your life. Yeah, it's, I, I would, like, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest victim of this whole thing, but, um, <laughs> I mean, at least top 10, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You're hurting. You're no, hurting this week. Right. No, uh, all of my coworkers are in Texas, um, specifically Houston. Okay. Right. <laughs> Which right. is the worst. Right. Uh, and so I have, I have been my entire work team all week. <laughs> oh my God. So I've you've been, taken on how many people's labors basically because they can't help you. They can't do it. They're, about, about four. Oh, I'm, boy. I'm doing four, four jobs oh, simultaneously. God. So it's a, it's been a week. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you see um did you see people were getting like Ted Cruz went to Cancun? Yeah. And did you see what people were tweeting him? Uh, <laughs> like, no. So people were people found out about it and they were pissed, obviously. And For pe- good reason. Pe- yeah, people were just sending him pictures of like their wrecked houses with their pipes burst and their ceilings caved in. Um, and then, oh, there were a lot of them of people melting snow so they could flush their toilets because <laughs> they don't have water either. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I saw uh, something today, the places that have gotten electricity back, a lot of them haven't gotten water back yet. Right. And so they, they're under a boil order. Yes. Because of how screwed up everything is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So they are going and gathering buckets of snow. Yep. So that they can boil the snow yep. so that they have water. And people are like filling their bathtubs with snow so they have a reservoir of snow to like pull from. Um, yeah. You know, things are going poorly when you're going, <laughs> how can I harvest snow? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. It's never ideal. It's never ideal. Uh, one no. woman uh, sent him a picture of inside her house her house is so cold that her dish soap and her olive oil had frozen solid her olive oil yeah inside her house (laughs) what is the freezing point of olive oil i don't know you know i actually had my doubts about that one because i'm not sure um that you that olive oil freezes so easy like it it would seem I mean, rock a Google if you want, but like, it seems like oh, oil. I am. <laughs> okay. It seems like oil freezes pretty fucking low, but I believe the soap actually, yeah, you would be shocked. It, oh. it freezes, um, at 42. Oh shit. Really? 42 yeah. D- degrees. Yeah. 42 degrees. So it's, oh my God. So it's the, it's higher than it freezes sooner than water. Yeah. Oh, that's we learned something. We did educational podcast at its heart. (laughs) It always has been. (laughs) 175 (laughs) episodes of you all getting smarter. Yeah, we're basically the podcast Bill Nye. (laughs) That's how I like to think of us. Well, (laughs) sorry, lady. I apologize for doubting you for one second, but uh, uh, you're right. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Your olive oil is frozen. That is a white people problem, but it's a bad one. It's yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uh, the whole thing. The whole thing is just infuriating. Oh yeah. Like just watching all of the new, have you seen all the stuff with the governor? I heard he was in trouble. <laughs> so, um, Oh boy. I, sorry. I just had to look up freezing point of dish soap. Yeah. It's in between 32 and 12. Oh Christ. Okay. Um, so it's, anyway, it's real cold in her house is what, right. we're, what we're getting at. So um, 
the Republican governor in the state that's been Republican for 30 plus years, right. led by all Republicans, and he appointed all of the people who are in charge of everything, <laughs> um, went on Fox News. Uh, oh, I did hear this. Yes. To, um, to basically say, see, the Green New Deal would be terrible. The wind turbines <laughs> aren't doing things. Right. Not nothing's doing anything. Your entire state is a mess right now because of you. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and I believe in another news outlet, he first said he didn't lay the blame on uh, renewables. He was like, no, like the natural gas is like frozen. Like we can't get it <laughs> Yeah. right now. No, and then, he said that yeah. and then went on Fox News Yeah, it changed and said the too. opposite. That's right. Well, that sounds right. I mean... <laughs> You know, who would want to go on Fox News and tell the absolute truth? I think that it would shut down overnight if people just started spouting the truth on Fox News. If if someone went on Fox News and said the truth, there would be just uh, red lights that start going off in the studio. There's a siren. They have to shut down the network immediately. They cut to QVC. Someone single spoke. Someone single spoke. <laughs> Um, speaking of, uh, speaking of conservative news outlets, uh, or lie outlets, um, Rush Limbaugh died. Wow. Mm -hmm. And the world let out a collective, okay, (laughs) hell gets a new angel today. It's, uh... it, so I have, I have this, this mixed feeling on this one. Hmm. Um, because actively dislike Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah, of course. Actively dislike, but I also actively dislike celebrating people dying. (laughs) (laughs) And so, sure. So there's all these people like on Twitter, they're like, ah, yeah. Well, buddy was like a person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. You're, you're a big old softy, aren't you? Down in there, even a I bad, mean, bad if, man. You're not sad that if, he died. If not rooting for human beings to die makes me a softy, <laughs> then sure. You know, I think compared to some people, it actually does, Nathan. To be honest. <laughs> oh no, I know. It probably does. It's we've we've gotten to a sad point where everyone is rooting for someone to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a liberal <laughs> dies, half the country applauds. A conservative mm-hmm. dies, the other half applauds. It's, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing that yeah. happens these days. It's, you know, someone died on, on the other team. Hooray! Yay! Their numbers are lessened in this never-ending war of attrition. Yeah, That's not my team, so I'm happy about it. Woohoo! He was an <laughs> asshole, though. I mean, come on. Uh, oh yeah, no, he definitely was a big giant asshole. Yeah, I so I've always thought this about him though. How much of that do you think he actually bought? How much of the stuff well, he said do you think he actually believed? And how much was he just trying to boost his ratings by being conservative radio shock duck? Well, uh, that's a great question. And I, if he was intelligent, and I assume he probably was intelligent. Um, I'm sure he, I'm sure he didn't believe all of it. However, I did hear some interview clips this morning that said on NPR that said, um, Hey, uh, yeah, he believed a hundred percent of it. And he said he would never say anything on the radio that he didn't believe. Now, that, yeah, but you, that sounds you like, can't say on the radio, I'm going to say things I don't believe all right. the time. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my point because then everyone would just stop listening. They'd be like, well, you're not for real. And his, right. his whole thing is he's for real, just like Trump. Like his whole thing is no, whatever I'm saying, whatever bullshit I'm saying, I believe the bullshit I'm saying. And maybe maybe it was like Trump where he didn't believe it, but he said it enough times he convinced himself mm-hmm. it was true. Yeah, not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, probably. Probably. There, I just don't see any any way a person of moderate intelligence right. <laughs> could could truly believe everything that he said. I know. I know I what don't. you mean. I know what you mean. 
No, I mean, you know, you're being very fair and 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 good on you for that. Um, well, I mean, I don't know that I'm being fair because <laughs> either way, he's. I mean, the two choices are either he believed everything and he was a terrible person, yeah, or he was just saying things to get ratings and rile up the right wing, yeah, and so he's still a terrible person. Like, there's right. not a not a good. <laughs> choice there yeah you're right i don't know that either you're one's right. better <laughs> no you're right that's true that's true both in with you're a bad person so right it's it's just two journeys to the same destination <laughs> i remember i i must have been channel surfing on the radio one time because i only ever heard him on the radio like once probably once <laughs> i mean i remember it um i must have just been channel surfing like in a town like driving through some town that i wasn't familiar with and it came on, and it's weird because for half a second you're like, okay, okay, and maybe this is just because I'm a white guy. I'm like, okay, okay, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> it just nails you. It's like, oh, okay, now I know what's going on. You no, know, you. What you're describing is conservative talk radio. So that's what they do. Uh, okay. I've listened to enough of it to map this out. You start with a point that seems logic. Yeah. And then you get more and more extreme throughout the segment until by the end of it, you're saying Hillary Clinton murdered 20 people. <laughs> right. And then you do the commercial. Right. Like that's, that's how every segment works. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, it's very formulaic. Every so, like the impeachment stuff, for okay. instance. Yeah, I listened to our local uh, chucklehead Phil Valentine. Oh, right. When yep. he was talking about the impeachment stuff, right. Um, this was the first impeachment, and his point, even even though I disagree with it, seems like it's based in a logical argument mm. of. Yes, he did bad things, but none of these reach the level of an impeachable offense. Okay. I don't agree with it, but it sounds like a thought-out argument. Like, it seems r like a reasonable thing to say. Right, right, right. right. And, and then you, <laughs> you go from there to the Democrats have been planning to impeach him from day one, to the Democrats are trying to seize power, to... If the Democrats seize power, this is what will happen. No guns, religion, blah, it's gone, uh, all this stuff. Like, right. that's, how, that's how these things devolve. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. Like, I, I remember yeah. I took a class in college about, it was a philosophy class. And one of the things, it was like philosophy 101. And, like, one of the big things we learned about were logical fallacies, right? And that's slippery slope all the way. Like, that's all that is. And you Absolutely. hear it constantly in politics. People are constantly using slippery slope um, mm -hmm. because they're just trying to activate, like, people's fear centers in their brain. And then they're like, shit, shit, that sounds awful. You know, um, people who don't spend much time thinking about politics hear something like that. And they're like, oh, fuck. Well, I can't vote for the other guy. Gal, yeah, whatever. well, they have they have to do that because, yeah. like, if you're just talking about a government government spending bill, right? No one cares. No one cares. We're super boring. <laughs> yeah, but if you say this government spending bill will eventually lead to, I, I don't know, schools being underfunded, yeah. which will cause a crumbling of society. Then people are like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm back in. I'm back in. Well, you know, even, uh, oh God, but I think it's just important to point out how, you know, and, and we're both reasonably intelligent people. Like it's, you, we're, we're all susceptible to this kind of, um, to this kind of rhetoric, I guess. Um, and you can see how a person who, leans that way anyway or you know would like some excuse for how bad they feel all the time or any myriad any number of reasons would just be mm -hmm. like yeah you know what i mean like 
Yeah, like I, I catch myself thinking horrible things a lot of the time. And you just have to, you have to fight that. It's not easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason politicians do what they do. Yeah. It's not, it's not just, you know, spitballing and hoping something sticks. <laughs> it's well-researched. It's calculated. They know. Oh, yeah. They, they know what you're going to react to That's and true. how your reaction will be. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think for, uh, for people who that's not how their brains work, it's almost hard to understand. It's hard for me to understand the levels to which people will go to uh, sway you to their side or to get your vote or whatever it is they want from you. Well, um, I mean, one of the biggest examples I can think of is Trump's first election. Right. Yeah, obviously. Trump, I mean, you saw him on the debate stage. He looked disheveled compared to everyone else. Oh, yeah. It looked like shit. That was a tactical decision. Uh, because he's relatable? Because it makes him, yeah, it makes him more relatable if he's not the well-dressed person, if he has a tie that's too long and doesn't look like he has a tailored suit. Right. It makes him stand out against the other people who just look like regular politicians. If you're trying to be the everyday Joe, yeah. you have a bad suit. <laughs> right. Boris Johnson does the same thing in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, he always looks like shit. He looks like he just woke up on a bar yeah. <laughs> and was like, hey, all right, uh, oof, big day, everybody. Somebody get the coffee on. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like he just kind of wandered into the office at some point. Yeah. And... And just stuck around till he became prime minister. <laughs> His hair is always so fucked up. He looks like a child. You know what I mean? He looks like the little yeah. boy that goes to school on picture day and he just can't like his hair won't ever be right. Like he'll it's always gonna be fucked. <laughs> it's I mean his his hair is bad enough that super cuts looks at it and goes, we didn't do that. I promise. Oh my God. You know, I went to a super It's below cuts. us. The, the rumors are true. I went to a super cuts one time and had the most horrible haircut experience I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it turned out bad, but also just the, the, the people I interacted with while I was there were just borderline mean to me for no reason. <laughs> It was terrible. No, there was a reason. <laughs> I was you were a in a supercuts. Super <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds that's, right. <laughs> that's part of the chart. It's like Dick's Last Resort, but for haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dick's Last Resort. Uh, that's, so, yeah. that's a business idea that would actually take off. Uh, a barber shop where they just insult you the whole time. <laughs> You're right. That would take off. Yeah. Yeah. We would get an interesting clientele. I mean, I think there's, there's definitely a contingent of people who, uh, enjoy being verbally abused. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> Maybe we could, after that, we could start a, a restaurant where people just tell you how shitty you are and how, how fucking like fat you are while you're eating. <laughs> A, a restaurant where you order and they go, you're getting a salad. Yeah. <laughs> you need a salad. <laughs> it would cut down on food costs. All we have to we... do is buy salad stuff. <laughs> That's it. Boom. Boom. Don't even buy a dressing. Like, you know, that adds a lot of calories, folks. Everyone gets a plain side salad, Ugh. no matter what you order. <laughs> you wanted the sirloin? All right, here you go. There you go. Can I get some croutons? <laughs> no, fatty. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, Tubby. <laughs> that's all fresh i want you to know that's all very fresh <laughs> got it at Publix. oh man i went to pub we have a new Publix. where's a Publix? there's a new pu- it's on eighth there's a new Publix. Okay. um <laughs> I, I went to it today and there was a lot of hullabaloo about this Publix in my neighborhood among my neighbors and, and other people i know and um i went in and i was like oh it's it's a fucking Publix. cool yeah, I mean it's a nice. They're grocery all the store. same. They are. They're a nice grocery store, I have to say. But at the end of the day, it's a Publix. Yeah, yeah, cool. Publix or Publix, Kroger's or Kroger's, and that's it. That's it. And the world turns around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Piggly Wigglies are probably Piggly Wigglies. I think meaning you might get stabbed. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no. More, more likely at a Piggly Wiggly, you're going to become the meat that's being sold. <laughs> we had um, Piggly Wiggly was a big deal in my town. Um, Roy worked there. A lot of people I knew in high school ended up working there. Like people just took turns and they would do, you know, ridiculous shit in the back because they were teenagers and, you know, there would be the, like, uh, I, I wish she was here to tell the stories. I don't know the exact details, but you know, there'd be like stuff that had gotten dented or whatever that they would just, you know, destroy and things like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I would do the same thing. That's of course. That's the best part about a high school job is the lack of accountability for anything you're doing. <laughs> Very true. Very true. That's what's fun about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Piggly Wiggly was a big deal. I used to, um, my grandma would go there and they, they give you these stamps. Have you been to a Piggly, Piggly Wiggly ever? No. Okay. No. Um, not a thing in Kansas. Um, no. So they give you these like printed out um, stamps. They're little pink stamps with say Piggly Wiggly on them. And um, you get these, they also give you these cards. It's a whole, it's a whole complicated system. I may have talked about this on the show at some point, but basically you have to put the stamps on the cards uh, fill up the cards and then you take them in. I think they're called price busters. So that can of <laughs> cream corn you wanted for a dollar is now 50 cents because you had enough stamps. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. It's, I yep. mean, it's a choice. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. I got, I got, I actually got tired of licking stamps at one point, and so she had to give me a bowl of water. <laughs> oh, you, ha- you had to actually lick the stamps? Yeah, they're like, they're those kind of stamps, like the old postage Ugh. stamps you had to lick. Yeah. That's one of those ideas that seems like it was a smart idea <laughs> until you think about it for one second. You're like, there, there are a billion other ways you could make this adhesive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Versus making children and old people lick things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put this glue. It's definitely made of horse hooves right. on there. And, uh, just let them go to town. <laughs> go for it, Grandma. You got nothing else to do. Come on. Uh, so we're covered in snow, um, like a lot of the country. Oh yeah. It's 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 a lot of snow for here. Oh my god, it's the most we've had in years. For we, here. For here, yeah, here in Nashville, yeah. We had uh like an ice thing and then the snow came like yesterday and a little today I think as well. Yeah, it did snow today too. And uh yeah, it's it's there's a lot. It's Yeah. It's did you go out in the snow? Oh yeah, every day, every day. I've been home, so every day. You uh, did you build a snowman today? I did. Yes. Well, actually, we built so, we built a snow woman, snow girl today. Okay. Yep. Uh, when you build a snow girl, yeah. How anatomically is that different? Than <laughs> well, she's prepubescent, so there's no like snow tits or anything, but like. Um, you, uh, you know, you have to, you basically, you enforce all the gender stereotypes, right? Cool. So, cool. So, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So we gave her long hair and a big smile and a necklace. And <laughs> Where did you get hair? We made it out of string. Oh no. Like a guy died in my yard three days ago. I just, You're just going around and shaving people. <laughs> yeah. Homeless. Mostly just, just <laughs> that's my new, that's my new charity, uh, haircuts for homeless. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I also do. the motto for supercuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I no, so I went. I didn't go out today because okay. I was I was working all day. Um, but I went out yesterday because the child wanted to play in the snow, and I don't know how much time you spent out there yesterday. So, for those who oh. don't live in Nashville, the way our snow storm works is we get a layer of ice yeah that's right then we get a little bit of snow then we get more ice then we get a bunch of sleet yeah an ass load of sleet yeah and then we get more snow (laughs) it's very complex yeah whoa i went out pre-snow yeah um and it was just 
piles of sleet out there. <laughs> oh yeah, and you couldn't you couldn't make a snowball. Like it doesn't uh, well, a sleet. My ball. child tried. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, tried very hard uh, and was just hurling fistfuls of sleet at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to the point where like we were breaking chunks of ice off of things and mm-hmm. chucking them at each other and. <laughs> The kid hit me a couple times and it hurt. It was like, oh my god, this is not supposed to hurt, right? No, like it had density. It was, it was not cool. Yeah, no, it's there's a reason snowballs are a thing and yeah. ice balls are not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like sheets, sheets of ice. Yeah, it's that's that's the thing I. So there are a couple things I still am not used to and will never get used to here in the South, being right. from the Midwest. Number one, this amount of snow is like nothing. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it, it happens once a year. It just It's just a thing. And so it still hurts my head whenever there aren't streets plowed everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, what's what is happening? But then the other thing that's weird is because it never happens here, the unmitigated joy mm-hmm. of you people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. For, for me, it's just, oh, man, that's annoying. I can't <laughs> go anywhere. Okay. And you Southerners oh, yeah. are all... Like, oh, it's it happened. It's so <laughs> yeah. It's so novel. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. I swear, it used to snow more when I was younger, when I was a kid. But I mean, that's global warming for you. But um, yeah, it is. It is like that. It's. <laughs> I mean, I saw a dude with a fucking snowboard today. I'm like, bro, how much do you get to use that? You know? Oh yeah. And he's trying I, to go down our hill. <laughs> I was watching the the news just trying to get the weather uh, last night and they were over by the state capitol where there is a gigantic hill. Oh, right. Big hill. Yeah, huge hill, yeah. And there was a, they were talking about, <laughs> it was just perfect timing. They were talking about how there has been a rise in ER visits <laughs> from people um, falling on the ice going out and hurting themselves and having to go to the emergency room. Right. And as they say this, this idiot from the top of the hill (laughs) starts skiing down. He has skis. (laughs) Keep in mind, this is still sleet level. (laughs) Oh, no, dude. There's no powder. There's nothing to land in. And you can see grass through (laughs) the sleet. Like, it's not... It's not... A thick layer of snow here, mm-hmm. and um, immediately wipes out. <laughs> and then, so they're talking about the rise in ER visits as the skier crashes <laughs> and then is laying on the ground trying to kick off his other ski because only one fell off when he fell. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh holy uh, shit, man! Oh, it's it it is it is joyful. It's like. Man, I mean, so in Georgia, everyone remembers the blizzard of 93, um, which which was much worse than this, honestly. Like, it's still probably the most snow I've ever seen, except when I visited Chicago one time, and I was amazed. Um, yeah, that's just that's just a regular Thursday oh, in Chicago. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, the, it was coming down in this, it was like silver dollar size pieces of snow. Mm-hmm. That's what we had the other day, by the way, for a, for a while. It was big ass chunks, um, but yeah, we were uh, the blizzard of '93. Like I just remember our back door being snowed shut. Like we couldn't. <laughs> it was piled up like I don't know, like three feet or something on the back door, and uh, yeah, that always made an impression on me. And everyone from Georgia who was alive then remembers the blizzard of '93. Now, was it actually piled up three feet? Or is this a child memory? It could be a child memory. I, I mean, it didn't snow three feet, but like it because, was like a drift, you know? Yeah, because, you know, every child has the memory of something that seems huge. And then if you were to actually go see it right now as an adult, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty big, I guess. 
<laughs> it wasn't, you know, it was, uh, yeah, I might have exaggerated. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, I, I remember as a, a wee, wee lad, probably like six. Yeah. Um, seeing a snake. Oh, yeah. That was, like, I was inside our house, but there was a snake slithering by. Yeah, yeah. And I swear that I thought the snake was like a hundred feet long. <laughs> <laughs> and in retrospect, maybe 20. <laughs> I mean, that's maybe. still a big, it was a big snake. That's a big snake. Yeah. But, but like, you're not, not that big. You're not in the movie Anaconda or anything. Right. <laughs> By the way, I, yeah. I know better now. <laughs> if you could be any character from the movie Anaconda, who would you be? Oh, I don't know any of the characters from Anaconda. <laughs> I'd be the Anaconda. There, that that's obviously that's the best choice. Um, I might but choose who's in it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube. I'd I be believe. Jennifer Lopez. Okay, Ice Cube. Uh, John Voight doing doing something crazy. John Voight is ridiculous in that movie. Um, at the very beginning, oh god, who's the? Why am I blanking on his name? Who's Machete? Who's the Mexican guy that? Like, oh, um, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo's in the very beginning, um, and he shoots himself in the head because he's about to get eaten by the snake. I might be Danny Trejo because then you're just out, like it's over for you. Like I don't think anyone survives. Maybe Jennifer Lopez survives. So, so I have a. I'm I'm torn now. Okay. Because on the one hand, being Jennifer Lopez, right. it would be interesting to see the world from Jennifer Lopez's point of view. <laughs> In the movie I, I've never experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um on the other hand, being Ice Cube. Yeah. Would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, just in general, <laughs> like being Ice Cube or Samuel L. Jackson in anything. Oh, yeah. The the level of profanity. Oh, the things you can is, say. Yeah. Oh, it's never acceptable anywhere else in the world. But those two can do it all the time. <laughs> you could let loose. Oh, man, it would be so fun. <laughs> you could say so, motherfucker like a million times. Right. Like if I say it now. I'm going to get, even if I'm in the jungle being chased by an anaconda, I'm going to get a side eye look. Oh, yeah. Like, it, someone's going to look at me weird. Yeah. If I'm Ice Cube, they're just going to go, oh, he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> better stay away. Better better keep my distance from Ice Cube. He's pissed. Yeah. He's not happy right now. <laughs> Probably that giant snake. I don't know. Hey, Maybe that's why. He might have something to do with it. That's one of those movies that's like, Really fucking stupid, but a lot of fun to watch. It's um, it's one of those. I don't know why. It just is. Are there any any snake movies that are actually good movies, though? I don't think it can be done. Like, no. it's just it's it's a stupid premise <laughs> from the from the gig. Like, isn't it? Like, it's just. It's it's not enough to go on, really. You know, like just snakes are scary. That's yeah, not uh, that's, enough to build a whole movie. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like that's the whole idea right there. It's like, hey, and the only difference with Anaconda is it's like it's a big fucking snake, guys. <laughs> it's it's fucking huge. <laughs> I felt like no, I turned, guys, yeah. they're scary. They have no legs. <laughs> right. Think about they just it. Crawl. My God. Um, I tried to get Holden to watch uh, Arachnophobia last night. I I looked up a list of like acceptable horror-ish movies for kids, and that list was fucked. Because um, we <laughs> we tried... Well, first of all, Holden couldn't handle Arachnophobia because there's a lot of other bugs. And Holden's pretty fl- afraid of spiders, too. So that didn't work out. Ah. Um, mm. And then the other... Yeah, that's not the right movie. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got which which like at first the kid was like oh i can handle that i i can do it i can do it and then when they were actually on screen no way yeah um mm-hmm. we got like eight minutes into arachnophobia 
Um, which I've seen, but it's been a long time. Like I, I saw it when I was a kid on TV or something, and I don't even remember that movie very well. Um, anyway, the other one we tried was um, Silver Bullet, which is like a, a Stephen King Silver Bullet, um, which is not as creepy as most Stephen King stuff. It's a werewolf movie, right? But I like, was going to say, yeah, that doesn't sound child appropriate <laughs> just because you said Stephen King. <laughs> yep, I know winning at parenting over here but like <laughs> we got through like most of the werewolf murders like and there was blood i was like oh man <laughs> shit i was like shit 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 um don't show your kids silver bullet like wait until they're a little bit older it's a great movie it's really fun um gary Busey is in it he's fucking awesome um but there's a lot of blood in that movie and 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 holden was fine with all of that but like Someone said tits in that movie, and mom happened to be in the room when someone said tits, and it was over. (laughs) Now, was it was it in the con? Like, were they saying it like, "Oh man, werewolves killing those"—that's the tits, man. (laughs) No, was that how they were? Unfortunately, would that have been more appropriate? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in a way, because it was like. It was the little brother played by Corey Haim uh, talking mm-hmm. about his older sister to his uncle, Gary Busey. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, I think her name's Janie in the movie. He's like, Janie's just walking around and stuff like that because she just she wants to show off her new tits. Because <laughs> the girl's like just going through puberty. You know what I mean? So she's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, so it was like, oh, fuck. And like, food fell out of my wife's mouth it was like oh god damn it (laughs) they they need to recut that in like a more progressive way yeah where it's around like that because she wants to show that she's growing into a strong independent woman (laughs) exactly there you go and then then it's fine yeah, and then it's totally. Then fun. you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, it's it's totally cool. Like, say, just don't say tits. <laughs> like, basically, it <sighs> is. Is there any word they could have put there that would have made it acceptable? I mean, I think breasts is probably fine, but I guess the way he's talking about it, it's not cool. Show- it's still the the same idea. Though. Yeah, it is. Show off her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would have been weirder if he had said, like, knockers or... <laughs> Bazongas. <laughs> exactly. Like, dude, don't talk about your sister like that. What the hell? <laughs> you're, not in they, a, you're not in Anaconda right now. I feel like in that era of movies, that happened more often than... It, I mean, obviously more than it should have, but... Right. Like, a very uncomfortable amount of time where it's brothers commenting on sisters growing physiques <laughs> that's that's very true you're right you're right about that it's weird <laughs> yeah you're right about that yep i can only imagine i mean i don't have siblings but you know that's that's weird that's well weird. i will tell you as a person with a sister yeah i never once discussed with any family member or person her breasts. <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. That's 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 the right it's way to go. It's just not a thing you do. <laughs> and I find it strange I have to tell you that, Stephen King. Come on. Come on, Stephen King. Oh boy. You're you're writing these books so fast you're not even thinking anymore. Just I know. Think for a second before you publish it. <laughs> that guy. That guy my God has written so many books and they're all like 600 pages. How the they hell? all feel like they're huge. How does he do it? I don't understand how he does it. I I'm going to come up with a conspiracy theory okay. here. Good. Uh, I don't think there's a Stephen, like there, there's a Stephen King, but I don't think there's a Stephen King writing all these books. Oh, okay. All right. I I think Stephen King is the face ah. of just a group of people who are writing books constantly. Interesting. And, 
And then he just goes out and goes, yeah, I wrote another book. Look, hey, <laughs> uh, let's make a movie. Uh. Like, I kind of get it because at one point, wasn't he like seriously on cocaine or something? Um, I think so. Yeah. In that period of time, I can see <laughs> writing a lot of books. <laughs> in that period of time, he was writing two a night. <laughs> yeah. But like, once you're not on coke anymore, like, bro. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, so you're saying it's kind of like Shakespeare, sort of, right? Like Shakespeare. It's well, I was thinking um, like the Hardy Boys. Mm. So uh, the Hardy Boys, all of the books are credited to what is it, H. W. Dixon or something like that. Okay, that's okay. not a person. That's oh. not a person. Oh, okay. It's just a bunch of people. Oh, all like, random right. ghostwriters wrote those books. Got it. That's interesting. Okay, got same it. with like Nancy Drew. Same thing, right? Just a random ghostwriter for all these books. Now that makes a lot of sense because there's a yeah. ass load of all of those. Yeah. Well, see, and I I realized this as a child at some point when I had read a Hardy Boys book that was from like the '60s. Yeah. But then there were new ones being published still. Right. And I started doing time frames. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Is this Dixon guy <laughs> 90 and he's still writing oh. about teenage detectives? Because that's weird. <laughs> you, you, you've always been the same, my friend. Like, that's, that's a Nathan thought you'd have now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it would be, I think the creepiest thing I can think of is a 90-year-old trying to write about teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about it's gonna that. It's going to be real weird. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty creepy when you break it down. No, the other thing about, oh man, the other thing about, I've well, have I ever read a Stephen King book? I got, I read some of the stories like the one, um, gosh, what's it called? Four Seasons is a book. It has a bunch of shorts in it. One of the ones is is what the Shawshank Redemption's based on. Um, something about Rita Hayworth. I can't remember uh, the title of it. Anyway, and I read part of The Stand, and I was like too young, and I could not get through it. And The Stand is huge. It's a huge <laughs> book. Um, but, you know, by all accounts, he's a really good writer, so, like, fuck. I mean, but, like, just that level of output, you got to think, like, this is just what dude was born to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I Yeah, know. either he was born to do it or him and his editors have no standards. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be that. could be that. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, it's it's words. We'll publish it. It's fine. Right, because, like, a, oh, man, I guess, I guess another kind of writer would never pump out like that. Like they wouldn't, they would be much more careful. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I'm trying to think of anyone else. I mean, it, everyone who has that many books I can think of just published garbage. Yeah. So probably true. <laughs> like, like all those Sue Grafton novels and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Or like, um, like, oh God, yeah, yeah, all the all that sort of thing, absolutely. Or like the people things that, you find at airports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like the fantasy books that just go on and on forever because you always got to find the thing. And yeah. once you find that thing, you got to find the other thing. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's a but, constant but even, Yeah. Even in those, like H.R.R. Uh, Martin. At, at some point, he's like, "I gotta stop. I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> oh, George! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's his name. George. Whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. George R. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I haven't read those either. Uh, I mean, I watched the show, and it was Ugh. awesome. I know you hate it, uh, but you know, but, but you're right. You do have to respect a guy who's like, I, 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 I gotta think about this. I don't know how to finish this. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm really impressed with with him? Yeah. So he hasn't finished the series, right? Right, I don't think so, no. Um, But the TV series needed a final season. Right, yeah. So it, he basically <laughs> got to just sit there and go, what's going to work here? And then saw it fail and go, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the perfect situation, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's like a, 
a, an immediate focus group for how the book could end. Right. Going, no, that's not it. That's not what we're going to do. <laughs> Can you imagine him like, like shuffling his papers that night after he watched the finale and was like, oh, not these, and just <laughs> chunking them into the fire? <laughs> exactly. Just one page at a time, throwing it in the fire, going, nope, nope, not that I don't one. think so. Nope, 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 nope. Ice Dragon, smart. I'm going to keep that shit. That was cool. <laughs> Every everyone who is writing a fantasy series should get an HBO show, but only write like the first three books. Yeah, and then just let HBO figure out the rest and see if it works. It's a strategy. <laughs> it's a strategy. So I just I've been reading the Harry Potter books to to Holden, and we just finished the fourth one. And that is officially the longest book I've ever read at this point. And I don't feel great about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like 734 pages, and I'm like, yeah, okay. And get, granted, I read them like 10 pages out loud at a time over the course of months. Um, yeah, that'll take a while. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. But, like, holy shit. Like, I'm just not proud of that. Like... Shouldn't I have read something? I mean, but most of the books I like are not long. Like, I feel like at a certain point, you know, you got to have that much story to tell, I guess. You, know? you, you need to um, go and read like Ulysses or something. Right. Just so, just so you can say that that's the longest yeah. book that you've read. I know that would because really... you'll get a lot more respect from people if you say that. That would definitely just skim it. You don't have to read it. No <laughs> one's going to call you out on it. Well, so here's the thing: I have <laughs> skimmed Ulysses because we. I was in a. I was an English minor, and we uh, we read Ulysses. Well, we didn't read the whole thing, even in my class. <laughs> like, right. We just broke out sections to read because it. Well, a it's fucking in decipherable <laughs> mm -hmm. and b it's long as hell um i mean it's cool but it's like what is happening in this book yeah but, yeah so i guess i guess if you want to play fast and loose i have read ulysses there you go that, that's all you tell people yeah because no one else has ever read it that's true no one's read that book <laughs> everyone just says they've read that book you're right about that it's it's on the list with like Anna Karenina Atlas and books like that. Yeah. Yeah. No one's read them. No one knows what happened in the book. War they just peace. know it exists. No one's <laughs> fucking read War and Peace. No one. No. I don't I don't know that that the people who wrote these books yeah. actually read them. <laughs> First draft, last draft. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, that was the whole thing. They they wrote it, they're done. <laughs> Well, I never want to see this again. I get paid by the word. Give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> they crack their knuckles and they're like, well, glad I got that out of my system. Moving on. <laughs> I That was that was a weird era in books when people right? got paid by the word. Yeah, yeah. Not smart. Like uh, Moby Dick. Moby Dick, yeah. Classic example. Yeah, right, right. Like Melville it's just <laughs> described things in unnecessary detail. Yeah, <laughs> just to get paid I, more. I, he put he put like definitions of things in the book. <laughs> <laughs> he was padding it out like a college, you know, essay. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if you look closely, it's in size fourteen font. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and he moved the margins in a little bit. <laughs> All the tricks. All the tricks. The, he regularly regularly referenced his own cliff notes by mm -hmm. I think Bill and Ted like helped him jump through a time portal so he could actually write. <laughs> that seems that's you know what? That's an even better way to write your book than having an HBO series figure out the ending. <laughs> Have a time traveler tell you what the book says. Specifically Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you and then you what? It's a, you write it and you're done. You write it, it and you're done. That's it. You got it. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, like on Back to the Future, they, one of the, one of the plots is uh, gambling. <laughs> right. <laughs> like when they, when they travel forward in time, they, 
take the sports almanac so now they know who's going to win the World Series and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but literature. <laughs> <laughs> More respected. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, so I've been meaning to tell you for a long time, mainly because I'm looking at it right now. I am. Um, my mom around Christmas sent me a plastic light up Santa Claus, which is something I admit I've wanted for years and years and years. And now I like, have one. Like that you put on your front lawn? Yeah, like he's wee. He's about a foot tall. You know, he's, okay. he's not like ginormous, but I just thought he could be the, um, the third official member of the podcast, Plastic Light Up Santa Claus. He's always here. Does he, have, yeah. does he have anything to say that's interesting? No, no, not at all. Okay, yeah, then he fits in. Yay! He's good. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to stay really quiet. Shush. I, I, know, I know you told me it's a foot tall, but I'm going to continue to imagine that you, you got one of those Home Depot inflatable sands <laughs> and i've you, got it in the basement <laughs> yeah you come into the basement you flip the switch let it inflate <laughs> and then it's podcast time and then we can podcast <laughs> <laughs> so like around halloween uh we went to uh we went to home depot and home depot's just gone insane with like lawn decor shit oh yeah <laughs> like so they had the blow up shit for halloween too now um, but they also have these like pretty elaborate, I'm going to call them robots. They're robots, um, mm-hmm. that you stick on your front porch. And there was this one, like they all have try me buttons. So Holden started calling them try me's. <laughs> 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 and so like they had this one that was like a witch in a rocking chair and her cat would like jump out at you or some shit. It would be they, they, the eyes light up. They talk. They're reasonably scary you know um and they all cost like a hundred dollars and i'm like what dumb motherfucker is gonna spend a hundred dollars on this it's a small price to pay to know that you're causing thousands of dollars of therapy down the road (laughs) every therapist has those on their front porch just hoping to increase business later (laughs) that's right that's it's an investment 10 years from now trust me (laughs) (laughs) honey honey listen listen (laughs) i know i mean we're gonna do that we're gonna do the classics but i really need to freak these kids out okay (laughs) where do you keep your fake blood uh, I'm I'm going to need a few buckets of that. Don't worry <laughs> about why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's if you're a therapist, stuff like that, that's a smart business decision. Great great move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the ethics of it, but I mean if you're getting paid, who cares about the ethics? <laughs> you know? Am I right? Um <laughs> So my one of my friends growing up used to have very elaborate Halloween parties like we would go to their house and they lived in the middle of the woods as many of us did. And they had they had a a reasonably large family like three or four siblings, right? Um and so we would go to their house and they went all out for Halloween. And they were like, you know, everyone where I grew up were like real nice like Christian type people. Um, deal, you know, like <coughs> Baptists and such. Bless you. Um, yeah. I see that you sneeze anytime I say Christians. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's my gut reaction. I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> um, and they would just go like completely insane. Like we went one time. And we were walking around. Everything looks like semi normal. There's stuff hanging in the trees and stuff. And then her older brother comes out of nowhere with a live chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> scares the shit, scared the shit out of us um, and pretty amazing he's a therapist now yeah exactly that's the punchline <laughs> knew what he was doing i was thinking of calling him actually you know what's no. funny about that i think he genuinely became a logger i think he I think so. So, really, that was just him pursuing his passion. I think so. His passion for chainsaws. 
Yeah. I mean, good for him, you know, knowing early on what he wanted to do with his life. Um, he was living it out. That's good. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> you know, you got to try it before you buy it, I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the problem with kids these days. No one's doing anything. They don't know what they want to do because they haven't done anything. Yeah, they're they're all on their their uh, Snapchats and their yeah. their uh, talk talks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're they're book facing all their friends, you know. <laughs> Though someone did show me a pretty awesome TikTok thing the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was called. I think it was called like Boom Can or Boom Bin or something. And it's a it's a it's a an account on TikTok that's just dedicated to this like you know like your trash cart that you put on the street. Mm-hmm. It's like a clean one of those that someone has put multiple subwoofer speakers in. And like all they do on this channel is just blast music through this fucking trash can. It's so weird. It's, it's all so weird. I know it's so strange, but it's kind of amazing at the same time. I, I mean, I guess if it snows much more and you don't have anything to do, you could start building your own. I think so. It's um, it's not I, the worst idea I've had. <laughs> it's we we all need something to you know maintain our sanity <laughs> hobbies are important yep no oh, man the uh i don't think we've talked about this on the podcast the hobby that's taken over my house have i have i told you all this no i don't think so um so i have i have hobbies i have too many hobbies i'm i'm hobbied out you know (laughs) i need i need a break from my hobbies that's how many hobbies i have (laughs) but but my wife did not have a lot of hobbies going into covid yeah so her she she says it's her hobby her new hobby is just making things oh okay like Things that are easily purchased at a store. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so we now have mason jars all over our house for when we need to make our mustard, or oh, okay. When, when we uh, when we need to make barbecue sauce, things oh, like that, we okay. just make it. It's taken over our entire home. I feel like. <laughs> So it's, is it all sauces or is it other things too? Oh no, it's it's all sorts of things. Uh, we have a bag of beet chips. Oh, which is a thing no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a that's a her snack. That's not a me snack. Oh, yeah, Beets are not, gross. They taste like dirt. Yeah, you're not snacking on beet chips. Yeah. No, I'm not. Beets are the worst. Who eats beets? Come on. Um <laughs> We we uh we have kale chips. Okay, I can get down uh, with kale chips though. Yeah, I mean they're okay. They're not chips. Agreed. Agreed. They need a different name. Dried dried uh, kale hunks. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> dried leaves. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, like everything. Uh, we we basically are prepared for this to become a full-blown apocalyptic situation because <laughs> we'll just make our own food. There you go. It sounds so, like you're... I you're mean, a- it's mostly going to be beet chips and condiments, <laughs> but still. I mean, you got beet chips with barbecue sauce. You got beet chips with mustard. <laughs> kale chips with barbecue sauce. Kale chips with mm-hmm. mustard. How much more variety do you need? That's that's all you can possibly <laughs> ask for. <laughs> I love it. I mean, my wife was making kombucha for a while, and um, that's a bullshit hobby. Um, she, I mean, she she did a great job. She did a great job. But but similarly, you end up with these all these jars of this weird shit everywhere, like Just jars of fermenting stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like it's it's in your fridge for a while, and then you got to take it out, and it's in your cabinet at some point, and you've got the mother quote unquote in there. 
And we still have some mother, like it's in the back of the fridge and it's like partially frozen and I guess it's still alive. I have no idea how to tell whether this thing is alive or not. And the worst thing is that if you're successful, then you have kombucha. Yeah, that's right. that's, <laughs> Like if you succeed, that's what you end up with. It's not a win. <laughs> Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs> need a salad.